0: Hello everybody welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast, your home for professional development. This is a very special episode of the TeacherCast podcast. We are here live from Seattle, Washington, at the ISTE Creative Constructor Lab. We have for us three amazing guests today that are here to talk all about creativity and why it's important to break those walls in your classrooms and provide amazing instruction for your students. I want to introduce our guests today. In fact, why don't we actually have our guests introduce themselves? Claudia,
1: how are you today? I'm doing well. Uh, My name's Claudio Zavala. I am an Instructional Tech Coordinator
0: in Duncanville, Texas. And talk to us a little bit about some of the great stuff you're doing in Texas, because I see you all over social media. You are a a wealth of information. And I will start by saying you have helped TeacherCast out an awful lot. Thank you so much for that. What's going on in Texas?
1: Well, I am uh, working with uh, K-12 educators, helping them integrate technology tools in the classroom. it really is, it's about for me first of all, like creating developing relationships with them, um, build trust that way uh, when I have something to share with them it's really not just coming from this is uh, you have to do this. it's more of listening to them, what are their needs and just giving them some tips on uh, what they can do in the classroom.
0: Now, let's see, I want to bring over here from the great state of Washington, uh, Joe Dougherty. Joe, how are you today? Welcome to the show. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for being here. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: So I'm a digital media teacher at Mount Sai High School in the Snoqualmie School District, which is just about 30 miles east of Seattle here. And,
0: and talk to us a little bit about your, your students. What's going on this year? What's exciting? And what's new? Oh, my gosh
2: so much um, have a great group of kids this year and we're having a lot of fun we do a lot of projects we're really a project based classroom um, right now we're designing coffee sleeves for a fundraiser we're going to do for our local food bank Awesome. Um, we just got done designing um, coins for a coin challenge um, we're going to give the kids that Commit to be serving in our military—a challenge coin. So it's actually we're designing them, and it's in a the contest phase right now. We've given the coins to the judges, and they're they're picking the coins. So there's a coin for each branch of the military, and I've got you know, I don't know 10, 15 coins that they get to choose from, and uh, so that's a neat design challenge that we're doing. That is
0: certainly creative, yeah. and I love the fact that you guys are thinking outside of the box, thinking outside of the walls of your classroom, and when it comes to thinking about these ideas and having the right tools from it, there's no better company out there to partner up with than Adobe, and I want to bring on from Adobe, uh,
3: Matt Linford.
0: Matt Linford. How are you today, Matt? Welcome to the show. Talk to us a little bit about yourself, and, and why, why is Adobe here today? What is going on in Adobe?
3: Um, Adobe's got a lot of amazing things going on right now, um, and we're here to really spread the word out about uh, some amazing tools we have available that are both, you know, and a lot of people when they think of Adobe, they think about uh, the, the typical creative cloud stuff like Photoshop, uh, Premiere Pro, um, and, you know, Illustrator, that type of stuff. But we also have some amazing apps like Spark, and the main reason we're here is to really get the word out about Spark, and, then also, and also we have uh, the new product Rush that just was launched. And, you know, I'm here, I, my, my role within Adobe is actually the Spark event so I can obviously speak more towards the Spark side of things, but we're just excited to be at an event like this where we can really help teachers understand how they have tools at their fingertips that is free, it's easy to get into, it's easy to use, um, and really kind of get that creativity really flowing with, with some amazing tools that Adobe has. So well,
0: thank you guys for being here. I'm looking forward to a great conversation. If you guys are out there and want to be a part of this conversation, you can always reach out to us online. You can find us on Twitter, at TeacherCast. Leave us a voice message over at TeacherCast.net voicemail and of course email us all your questions over at feedback at teachercast.net we want to hear from you let us know what you guys are thinking it is been a great weekend here I just want to kind of start to throw off the question here we're here at the creative constructor lab Claudia. what does creativity have to do with education in 2018 what does creativity mean for you and your students well it's giving um,
1: them opportunities to for, I like saying to be messy, um, and I think for many years I'll speak. I'll speak for my own kids, like my own children, my own two kids that I have. Uh, there was a point in time where he was—he loved school. Uh, we're talking about my son, and he was always drawing, always in, enjoyed being in school, was so excited about it. But at some point, it just middle school got—they got to middle school, and it seemed like they didn't have a chance to do that any longer. And I think he—he he suffered for it. Um, He's still creative in his own in his own way, but I think the the love of of that was gone, and I think in 2018 we have to give our students the opportunity to to make a mess of things when they're learning, try things out, and I think teachers are scared to release that. Teachers are worried and like that's. It's, everything's supposed to be in order, but it's really not, you don't have to worry about things being in order.
0: But, but why is that? Is it teachers are scared of being judged, being observed, being that one outside of the box. I mean, we're both tech coaches here. We, we, we work with teachers who are in the groove. We work with teachers who are out of the groove, and we work with teachers who don't know that a groove exists. How do you, how do you start this conversation of, no, 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 guys, it's okay. Jump with me.
1: I think it's I think it's a little bit of everything. I think there's there's worried about being judged. There's also worried about I don't know if I can do it myself. And so when when I work with teachers, I say you know it's just give it a try. Don't worry. You know you you're going to make a mistake. That's fine. That's okay. Um, I think for so long the right answer we've been always looking for the right answer, and I think we've been conditioned to, to, to that. And I think educators, you know, those maybe may my age, may be. Condition to think hey, there has to be the right answer. There's only one way to get to that point It really there's multiple ways to get there
0: and and Joe What do you think about all this as we're going through here? Cardio says there's no right way to get to the right answer What do you think
2: I? Think it's about exploring how to solve problems or Exploring what you're interested and passionate about um, This year I started a uh like the 20% uh, I'm calling it my passion project, or Passion Fridays. We have a early release on Friday, so I just had 30 minutes with the kids every Friday. It wasn't really enough time to dive into lessons, so I'm giving it back to the kids to explore and to push themselves into areas that they're not comfortable with, or maybe maybe they're an animation kid, but they're interested in this Photoshop stuff, or they, they wanna make a video, and, and they never have the time to do that, so giving them time is really critical and giving them then, you know, resources like, you know, we just got a new 3D printer or we just discovered the laser cutter engraver in our school and I don't know how to use it. So let's let's explore it together. And we've been making some really fun, cool things, merging the two technologies together and just, you know, exploring And and I guess, for me as a teacher, That's where I get excited. That's where I get passionate and and re-energized when there's something new. And so finding those new tools and and exploring ways that kids can use them is really fun.
0: Now, I I love the idea here about finding the things that are new, easy, and time-saving. And that is exactly why I'm excited about the great things that are coming out from Adobe Spark. Talk to us a little bit about what Spark is and, and why it's making such an impact in today's classrooms.
3: Yeah, yeah, so Spark is a web and mobile tool that allows Teachers and students to create very visual, impactful, and powerful stories through video, uh, through web pages. So the web pages are like a magazine style web story. And then, of course, we have graphics as well. And those those tools are again are Spark page, Spark Post, and Spark Video. Right? Those are the three main tools within the Spark family. And um, the, the way that's been impacting students and teachers is it gives them a way to create and and not just not just something that's simple and easy to use, but something that they can also use in multiple different areas and different locations throughout you know their day-to-day lives. right? So they have the mobile tools within there that they can actually create something on their phone, uh, save it, and it's constantly saving to a, a cloud, cloud area where they can basically create wherever they're at. So it's really taking creativity and putting it in a very easy-to-use format and something that they can do on the go. So it's really, really powerful stuff.
0: And I love the fact that, as you're saying, it's easy and mobile. It's really for students of all ages, right? And Correct. for students of all subject areas. Now, Claudio, you get a chance to work with teachers all across the board here. What are some of the things that you're finding that is exciting? Teachers that they're going, hey, I want to try that in my classroom.
1: Well, I, I think specifically, I'm going to speak for uh, using the Adobe Spark uh, suite. They, they're, I think, for the most part, teachers see that it's so easy to use, and they can implement in the classroom and that you can create on the go. And I think most, I'm gonna say all of them, but most teachers have a mobile device themselves, so they can create something on the go. And then uh, many schools are using devices in the classroom that students can use and borrow or have maybe one-to-one, depending on what they have, uh, that they themselves can. They learn it and then they can share it with their students and uh, the other day I was with
0: a group of students and they were like, this is really easy to use, this is simple, it's not hard. And the products that you can create from Spark are wonderful, they're professional looking, students, middle school, high school can really come out with a great looking project that they can share not just with those in their local community,
3: but really worldwide. Mm-hmm. Correct. Correct. Yeah, it's 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 really impacting. Um, it's really impacting all all age groups within K through twelve. Right. I mean, we're seeing students as young as you know five, six, seven years old that are creating these really amazing videos. And then we have high school students that are really engaging and really finding new ways to tell their stories through something like web page, right, or through, through 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 Spark Page, where they can they can basically use an alternative to say something like a word processor and really create something that jumps out of the page and is something that is just really impactful for them and also the audience that they're trying to reach
0: now in addition to the great apps for the Adobe spark suite there's also something brand new Joe can
2: you talk to us a little bit about Adobe Rush I would love to but first I want to tell you that spark is not just for kids spark is for staff as well so our staff love it they love making lesson plans with spark they make uh, tutorials with spark our counselors are making videos that they're showing on our Wildcat TV about you know the things that they want to communicate out to the students. Um, our district PR person's using it. So it's not just for students. It's a great communication tool. It's easy to use. You could even train an administrator. So that's that <laughs> no, Just kidding you guys. Um, <laughs> that, that's the quote for the bottom yeah. yeah. <laughs> <You know. laughs> Train an administrator, good. Okay, so we, we've been talking about mobile, right? Uh, Spark is a mobile tool. Adobe came out with a brand new awesome video editor called Adobe Premiere Pro, or no, Adobe Premiere Rush, I still got that name down. Um, and you can edit video on your phone. It's also synced to your desktop, so you could start on your phone and then go to your desktop, but as a video editor that often is on the go, editing on an airplane or you know at an event, I can shoot on my phone, edit on my phone, And the things that you can do on your phone now, I couldn't do on my high-end desktop five years ago. So for example, I can shoot it and then color correct it or color grade it right on my phone in this app. Um, It's just, it's an amazing app that, uh, usually i i take about a week to teach my kids. It took me one period to teach my kids this. And now this is the, the app that they wanna use, so. And it's great. You know,
0: it's amazing here. ISTE has brought together hundreds of amazing educators from literally across the country. When I came here, I thought this was going to be a local conference. There's people here from Georgia, from Utah, from Kentucky, from Florida, from you name the time zone. You know, yesterday I did two presentations on podcasting, and it's amazing how many people are looking to use media, video, audio, all of these great tools. And ISTE is now creating these mini conferences to really help teachers learn how to be creative. What makes the ISTE conference so important, Claudia? Why why come back to ISTE? What makes ISTE so special?
1: Well, I was I was first of all I was super impressed by when I got here. This I've been to the ISTE National Conference. Uh, this one is very intimate. Uh, yes. you can talk with you can see everybody and talk with everybody. There's opportunities to connect with so many other educators and network and learn from others, ask questions. Um, if you're listening to this and you didn't make it out to this creative constructor uh, conference you need to you need to make it the next time it's it's available. I, I,
0: there's going to be many more. Yes. Right? There's a leadership conference coming up. Yes. Yeah it,
1: it's, it's just uh, I would if it's in your town take advantage of it and if
0: your school will will let you go Go for it. Of course, you can find out more information over at ISTEconference.org. I think so. And all the great stuff, you know, of course, I'm looking forward to Philadelphia this this summer. Being in my hometown, I'm looking forward to, I always call it home field advantage, right? Because you get a (laughs) chance to sit there and do all those great things. If you guys are coming out to ISTE, you know, check out the great stuff in Philadelphia. Have a cheesesteak, have a pretzel. Do you have any great memories of the ISTE conference or anything that you might have done that was exciting for you?
2: This one? Uh, Or even in past ISTEs? Well, yeah, I I think it's about connecting with other educators and and sharing ideas and and being re-energized by hearing the cool things that other people are doing. So I think that's a a really key thing. And this conference, they've done a fantastic job of of connecting us with each other. And like Claudia said, it it just feels a lot more intimate. And I've made connections with people that you know when there's 14,000 people it's it's a little different than when there's 200 people so this has been a great experience
0: but i love the idea of intimacy connecting now as, as far as adobe's concerned this is a chance for you guys to get in front of your users and get great feedback, isn't
3: it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's fantastic to be able to have, like and like Claudia said, it's, it's more of an intimate environment. You, 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 the discussions we're having here are very, very impactful. Um, the, 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 the feedback that we're able to get you know, pretty almost pretty much instantaneously from, from, te- from teachers as we walk through things. Like for me, I can speak to Spark. When we're walking through Spark tools, it's amazing to see the feedback that we're getting almost immediately. So yeah, absolutely. There's some major, major value there. So. so
0: what are some of the takeaways that we have here? Is there something that you've picked? up this week and that you might go back to your teachers your even those administrators and say look we need to try it and go in this direction
2: Hmm. I really liked uh, Rebecca Hare's um, presentation on uh, creativity I thought that was really interesting and enjoyed that taking notes so let me look that up while <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: what, do you, what do you think because I mean I'm looking down here there's you know we're, was, we're doing stuff in here in 3D green screening 3D printing storytelling I mean, there's so there, many different things I'm, here I mean I'm going to concur
1: with, with uh, Joe in regards to Rebecca's uh, keynote yesterday as a just the discussion about creativity and how th- she was sharing some, some data on how at a certain point it just stops. but um, I think that was great, but something that I want to take back um, is uh, design, is. it was a session that I attended, Manuel Herrera was talking about sketchnoting, and it was really just writing down the ideas that you have, um, illustrating them, just kind of visually thinking. Uh, that I think that's that's just powerful, and that's something I want to take back, and even for myself, to use it more, but even to share it with others and say, this is another way that your students can can share their thinking, visualize it, and it really can make it maybe even just kind of cement it for
0: them. I, I think it's easy to come to a conference like this and get that that, that you know window shine you're looking at that thing of- that's really, really neat. But for everybody, you go back to school tomorrow and you're back into your reality. Yeah. And you know, you and I as tech coaches, we're sitting there going, all right, how do we take this and then implement it, to share it, to change it, to, to mold our school district in here? Um, Joe, what advice do you have for anybody that might be coming to this conference or coming to the Philadelphia conference, and then they go back and they're back to their norms? How do you start the change in your school district to really bring
2: innovation and creativity in? I guess uh, the first step is in your classroom, you know, start, start implementing it yourself and, and experimenting and learning and then communicate that out, share it. You know, your local newspaper wants to be in your classroom and tell that story, reach out, talk to them. Your district PR person would love to tell that story. Um, I know Claudia does a fantastic job of getting on Twitter, and there's an awful lot of teachers that are on Twitter that are looking for that information. And then um, we have the Adobe Education Exchange, and I'm posting lessons on there. So for example, we were talking about Rush just a little while ago. Well, I was teaching my kids. I made little lessons for my kids. Why not share it? So I put all those lessons on uh, um, the Adobe Education Exchange. There's half a million teachers, other people putting that stuff on there, and that's a great way to communicate and share.
0: What about you how do you go back to your school in Texas and say guys I just learned all this stuff and they're like yeah it's but it's monday for us how do you how do you start to make change
1: well it re- the change i think it almost happens grassroots for 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 me when- Working with teachers, it's just finding the. Uh, there are teachers out there that want to do something. They want to try something new, and it's reaching out. Some it's it's as simple as sometimes sending out a an, an mass email to all my campuses, say, hey, there's here's some ideas. Anybody interested? And I'll, and I'll get two or three that respond, and i like, I want to try it, mm-hmm. and that's how I start. And then it's almost like you they start using the tool, they start doing something, and other people notice, like, hey, what are you doing? Uh, what is that? I want to do that too and it's and then sooner or later it's like oh this whole campus is now is it's kind of just grows and then it's almost like jealousy in a way you know people like I want to do that how come I'm not able to do that
0: now the one thing I love about this conference is that everything here is top-notch as you said the presenters are top-notch everybody who's in attendance is top-notch the catering is Mm top-notch but it really is all about what are we taking away from this what are we bringing out so I want to do a little round-robin here give me a resource maybe a Twitter feed, a hashtag, give us something that we can take with us and we can start to implement it. I wanna start with you. Where do we go to learn more about Adobe? and some of the great things that you can do with Adobe Spark.
3: Yeah, yeah, I, you know, there's, there's a couple of good resources, but I would say the main thing to focus on, and, and the one thing I would direct people towards would be our, our Spark Spark for Education landing page, which is spark.adobe.com forward slash edu, and the edu is an important part there. Um, go to that website, start scrolling down, and it'll kind of walk you through, they have a lot of resources there where you can walk through how to, how to create an account, how to log in, how to start really start creating, and again, it doesn't take long to really dive into Spark. Spark and start learning it. So I, that's, that's where I would direct people is to head to that landing page and, and uh, start creating.
0: I, I That's fantastic. They download the free apps, get your kids moving with it. I know I've been using Spark with my five-year-olds. So it's so easy to use and so robust. Now, Joe, you've got some great resources. Where can somebody head to learn either about Rush or share with us your favorite resources to go and get inspired by?
2: I guess my favorite is the Adobe Education Exchange. Um, it's, it's, you can take full courses. You can just look for a lesson plan, uh, technical resource. Um, once you get on there, you can for, uh, follow people. Like I follow Claudio, and when Claudio posts something, it automatically sends me that information. So it's just a it's a great resource, and it's free. And those are
0: great resources for classroom teachers. I, I want to end with you here because as a tech coach, we have similar resources we go to, but as a technology coach, as the person who's charged with. Teaching and leading others. Where do you go for technology coach inspiration? Where do you go to follow on Twitter or on I mean, the web? You know, uh, I'm I'm going to re- reiterate with Joseph. Uh, the
1: Adobe Exchange is a great place to find resources. Uh, for myself, honestly, a lot of this, a lot of what I find I find through social media. I find through uh, Twitter and Instagram now I've been picking up Instagram and, and even on YouTube just finding people that are doing amazing things I follow these for these uh, professional photographers and but I just like little things that I learned from them that I was like maybe I could apply them uh, in the classroom do something like that um, I mean I don't and other, other than, than putting out a bunch of people but just like follow hashtag uh, create edu mm-hmm. that's one a great one to follow and then uh, the ST, is hashtag ist and then there's hashtag ISTE lab cc, and just get on there if you're not on social media, just give it a shot. Try you you can kind of look from the outer outer rim and look, and, and you don't even have to dig in. But just kind of people will post content on there like, wow, that's a that's a great idea. I'm gonna try that. Uh, that's- great place to check out.
0: And we want to know what you guys are looking for out there. Are there topics that you're looking for? Are there things that you're doing that you're creative? Let us know. You can find us over on Twitter at TeacherCast or of course leave us a voice message over at TeacherCast.net slash voicemail. We want to hear from you. We want to hear what you're doing to be creative. Now before we go, I want to give you guys a chance to sign off. Claudia, how do we get in touch with you and learn more about the great things that you're doing down in Texas?
1: Uh, well, my, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Claudio Zavala Jr. And then my website is
0: and It is a fantastic website. You guys <laughs> got to check that out.
2: Joe, what's your, uh, what's your handle? How do we find you? Um, I'm not as active on social media as Claudio. So the best way to find my stuff is to either look on the Adobe Education Exchange and follow me there. Or just Google my name, Joe Dockery. I'm going to be the top link in Google, and I've got a great website with hundreds and hundreds of hours of video tutorials that yeah. that I've made over the years. So go there, check it out.
0: Excellent. And uh, last but not least, what's the best place? to go and learn about
3: Adobe. Yeah, you know, we've got a couple of spots. Obviously that landing page that I mentioned before, but we actually have a Spark, uh, a Facebook page for Spark. I highly recommend you guys search for that. Join join that group within Facebook that, that surrounds Spark. Great discussions happening online there. And we have a team of, of people there that are ready to kind of answer any questions you guys have. And uh, yeah, we're very, very active within that Facebook community. So. And again, we want
0: to know where you guys are. We have had a great weekend here in Seattle. The weather has been good. I think it's safe to say it did not brain at all and yes Knock on wood for everybody to get home safely yeah. with all of that stuff. Of course, we want to say thank you to ISTI for having us out here and providing this amazing opportunity, not only now, but as Claudia said, throughout the year, there's going to be a lot of great resources. Go on to Twitter and find them at ISTE. Go over to ISTEconference.org. I know one of my personal favorite hashtags is ET Coaches. to learn about all the ISTI EdTech Coaches Networks. There's so much stuff down there. And, of course, we're looking forward to seeing you guys in Philadelphia for the big ISTI conference at the end. Of June. And thank you guys one more time for making TeacherCast your home for professional development. My name is Jeff Bradbury, and on behalf of everybody here in the TeacherCast Educational Network, keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students.